Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF mentor coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Master Your Coaching Biz, the podcast. And our guest today is Jessica Milheiser with J Mills Consulting. Jessica, is on a mission to help business owners get organized, get focused, and prepare for internal growth. So welcome, Jessica. Yes. Yes. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah. Excited to have you. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. So I am originally from Vermont. I've lived in DC for a few years. I lived in Los Angeles for a while. And now we're out here in Colorado and absolutely loving it. And I'm currently working as a consultant. And as you kind of stated, my mission here is to really work with business owners to come back to the fundamentals of running your business. So thinking about time management, getting organized, documenting your your processes and procedures, working on your business identity and creating those internal foundations that will allow you to grow and thrive the way all of us are trying to grow and thrive. So what inspired you to focus in on on that area? Yeah, so that's a great question. I sort of landed in this role a little bit organically. So throughout all of my working life, I've been on and off in hospitality, on and off in recreation, I've always had leadership, management, operations, and administrative roles within all of my working years. So a lot of it was just naturally gained experience. And I also, it's sort of my my actual skill set. Like I'm very good at all of those types of skills. So it became sort of an organic movement for myself. And I was like, oh, like people need this. People need help in this area, especially if they're just starting out in business, maybe they're newer in business. It's often one of those overlooked areas of running a business and really getting a business off the ground. So I was able to sort of couple my actual skill set with my passion for this area and help other entrepreneurs and small business owners, you know, get stable and, and grow. Yeah. So thinking about, you know, our audience is typically on the newer side in business newer coaches, consultants, and service providers, where do you see you know, the most kind of disconnect with this, these foundational pieces you know, when it comes to newer, newer businesses? 
Yeah. So what I'm finding is a lot of people are like, oh, like I'm really good at this thing. I really like doing this thing. I want to help people in this area. So they're kind of going straight for, hey, this is what I do. And like they're going to the networking and they're going to the social media and they're trying to gain followers and newsletters and email lists and all of that stuff. Because sure, that's probably where you're going to get your biggest return on investment. You're trying to get clients. You're trying to get your name out there. You're trying to earn revenue, all of that stuff. But if you go straight there, you're skipping the actual internal stuff that's going to allow your business to function. So taking the time to set up your business identity, who you are, what you're about, and where you're going as a business owner, and thinking about how do I like to do this? How do I perform this task? How do I work on this project? When I get a new client, what does my onboarding procedure look like? How do I follow up with them? What are the next steps that they need to know? So thinking about your business in a more methodical way and thinking about it, okay, if I bring a client on or I'm working with somebody, what does that path look like? And then start to write that down and get that organized so that you're not continually reinventing the wheel and you'll be more consistent and efficient with your internal processes. Okay, so that kind of answers the question of like, why do you need a business identity? <laughs> and and yeah. why it matters. I can talk about that a little bit more because I find that this often is very overlooked. And, and people, I'm actually also learning that people are kind of confusing it with branding. And it's actually a very different thing from branding. So if you think of branding, you know, that's your logo, that's your tagline, that's your color, your aesthetics, things kind of all around that and your messaging. Your business identity actually comes before that. So if you're thinking about who you are, what you're about and where you're going, okay, well, that's your mission statement. You know, what do you want people to know? This is your business's reason for existing. And then you think about your core values. Okay, great. These are your personal and professional beliefs that are going to let people know, hey, this is who this person is. This is how you're going to show up in the world. These are the people that you're trying to like attract, right? And then your where are you going? That's going to be your vision because it's going to be difficult to know what path you're on. And if you are making moves on that path, if you don't know what your end game is, and that's going to vary person to person, that's going to be closely tied to what success looks like to you, because what success looks like to you is very different for every person. It's very personal. So if your success and your vision are in alignment, then you have an end game. Then you have a goal. Here's where I'm trying to go. And then you can be clearer on, yes, I want to make this decision. No, this decision doesn't help my business. Yes, I want to work with this person. No, I don't think that person's a right fit for my team. So once you have your business identity set, then you can better and more efficiently navigate decisions as they come about. Yeah. And that kind of reminds me of like I, I new coaches that I typically work with. We go back, we step back and we say, okay, what is the vision, what is the mission statement, what are your values, and let's build from there. Because if we have those, that helps you with creating your messaging. It helps yes. you with you know your branding. It helps you with basically what you want to put out there in the world. You can create your I help statement from that. You can create your elevator pitch if you're doing elevator pitches. Like there's just different ways that that is very beneficial. Yeah. And so it's, it's not just like the paperwork of filling out 
Exactly. And basically everything that you do, your content, your messaging, your choices, your hiring, like all the things that you do are centered around your business identity. I like to tell people to think of it as their North Star, their guiding light. And I love that once you do have that in place, then everything else to grow is in place because you have the foundation built and you have what you want it to look like. And now when you go to get your first team member, you're, mm-hmm. it's easy to explain to them what your mission is and let them see what your direction is mm-hmm. just by sharing kind of that business identity with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also you can incorporate that, you know, if you're in a position where you're trying to grow your team, and even if that is just one part-time person, right? Like somebody's going to start small, maybe you don't have the capacity to bring on a full-time teammate, but even if you're starting with part-time people, they want to know, okay, what do you represent? What are you about? Why do I want to work with you? So that'll also help you navigate the hiring process as well. Yeah, I like that. So that that kind of brings me to my next question, which is, you know, how do you help somebody determine when it's time to go to their team or take on a team member? And then where do they start? Yeah, so I get this question a lot because a lot of people, especially solopreneurs, are kind of cusping. They're like, okay, like I'm kind of growing, like I'm just about there, but I don't quite have the revenue to support it. You know, so they're kind of cusping. So what I would say the first thing to do is figure out what position and what tasks or projects you want to take off of your plate first. So if you wanted to hire a virtual assistant, if you wanted to hire somebody to help you with social media or content, whatever that's going to look like for you. If you're you know, in finance and you want to hire a part-time bookkeeper, whatever that person's going to do for you, start figuring out what that second role is, what you want to get off of your plate. You might also be in a place where you're ready to hire if you're seeing an increase in demand for your service or product and you're having difficulty managing that increase in demand, that's going to be a pretty good sign. If your workday is feeling kind of stressful, maybe disorganized, maybe things are getting missed. And again, just you're having trouble keeping up with the flow. That's probably a really good sign as well. And then again, your time is your biggest and greatest resource. So If you're not getting enough time to work on the things that you want to work on, to work on the things that only you can work on, you need to start thinking about what tasks and projects you want off of your plate so that you can then focus on on the things you want to be focusing on. So if we kind of put it into a step-by-step, the first thing is to just kind of determine the activities that that you want to offboard. And then maybe the things that are taking up a lot more of your time than Mm-hmm. than you would like. And then look at, you know, what is left? Like what are the money-making activities or the more important activities that you need to be doing? Yes. And also anything that you're trying to offload, you want to make sure that those tasks or projects are written down in an easy to follow step-by-step format. Because the idea is when you bring on a team member, you want to give them the resources and the references for them to perform the job, for them to do well so that you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So just documenting the process, the workflow, what have you, yeah. so that you can bring this. And, and it's good to do that for ourselves as well. Helps, I think, mm-hmm. it helps yeah. to keep us organized. And then, yeah, we're able to just kind of bring somebody on and say, here, you know, this is what you need to do and this is how you do it. 
Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, so I love that. So when we look at growing our teams and then, you know, the activities that we have to do, sometimes <laughs> we can still kind of get stuck on those activities that we have to do. So and solopreneurs, you know, a lot of the times we don't have other people around us and, mm-hmm. you know, we're not working with people. And even when we have a team, typically there's not a whole lot of interaction, maybe more so than if we're like a solopreneur by ourselves. But when we have that one person, so now we have a team, we're still not in a whole lot of contact. So I firmly believe in accountability partners. And I think also it helps to not only for accountability, but it also helps for that, I guess, just community, right? Just to help Uh, build your community around you. But tell me why having accountability partner is really important. So A, it's in the name, right? Like it helps keep you accountable. So accountability partners, you can either hire a consultant or a coach and they can be your accountability partner, right? They can help keep you on track. They can help you manage your time, help you stay focused, help you prioritize. Or if you have a friend or another business person that is of similar mindset and understands what it's like to be an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or a business owner, you guys can set up a meeting every four or six weeks or eight weeks if you need it. But I would say every four weeks is best at minimum. And just check in. How's the business going? What are you working on? Any sounding board or feedback or help prioritizing? Because it's very easy to get lost in the day to day. Oh, well, I've got to handle this. Oh, I have to tackle that. Oh, so and so called out. Oh, this. Oh, that. It could just go on and on. But in that, you lose sight of what your goals are. You lose sight of what you're actually trying to achieve. So having somebody that can help you by providing feedback, by acting as a sounding board, by being like, is that going to help you move the needle or is that something you can push to the side? So I think it's really important to keep you on track and to keep you focused so that you are able to continue to move your business forward. Awesome. Love that. Okay. So now from accountability, I like the kind of the next thing that we can talk about is like the time management, right? So now we put accountability in place, but now just getting from hiring a team member, having to deal with their time management, right? And then yeah. creating some accountability for us, which works into our time management, I think as well. But what are some tips that you have for time management, especially looking at the business, you know, the business activities versus the money-making activities? Yeah. So I actually have, I would call it probably a three-step system that I encourage people to try and to utilize. So if you have the ability to set yourself time, either 30 or 60 minutes, either sometime on Sunday or Monday morning, take a look at what you have coming up ahead. Take a look at the week ahead and see what time is already being managed for you. What client meetings, what networking meetings, what personal events, any time that's already being held. And then you would make your list. You would prioritize, okay, what do I absolutely have to get done this week? What would I like to get done this week? And what is probably not so urgent or not important? And that can just be pushed. And then you can start time blocking. Okay, I have to get my newsletter done this week. I'm going to block 90 minutes on Wednesday at 9. Okay, I have to work on this client project. I'm going to block two hours on Tuesday at 1. Whatever that looks like for you. So if you set yourself up, I call it my Sunday evening prep. 
take a look at your week and then move into prioritizing. So figuring out what your actual priorities are for the week and then take those priorities and move into time blocking. Oh, I love time blocking. I use the Pomodoro technique myself. And I actually that to a lot of people. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, this is on my calendar. So I'm doing it. This is what, this is what's happening. And it might take a little time to kind of get into a rhythm, to get into routine, especially if this is not something that you're used to doing. But if you stick with it for, I want to say, give it three or four weeks of trying it, you'll find that it becomes routine and it actually helps you feel much more in control of your workflow. Awesome. I love that. Okay. So lots of actionable <laughs> um, info in I our try. episode today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of coming up to the end of it. What you have a free gift for my audience, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I would love to offer anyone listening an opportunity for just a free discovery call. If you're at all kind of wondering where you're at, what you have going on, if you just want to chat with somebody with a business mindset to figure out where you're at and where you're trying to go, I'd love to just have a a free chat with you to see what some next steps might be. And this is just this is just another um, thing, not necessarily from me, but. If you haven't read The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, I would absolutely suggest it. That's going to be a great, easy to digest book for you to kind of have a better understanding of operations, maybe a better understanding of how systems can help you with your business. All right. Awesome. Well, we're going to have the links in our show notes for Jessica, how to get a hold of you in your website. And then also... Yeah, the backslash resources. Is that the call for you? If you want to email me at jessica at jmailsconsulting.com or I'm also very active on Instagram with jmails underscore consulting. That's a great resource for people. I try to put a lot of free content on there. So those are probably the two best ways to reach out, but my website is jmailsconsulting.com. Okay, awesome. So again, those links will be in our notes. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jessica. I appreciate it. And guys, thank you for joining me for another episode. And I hope you got a lot of value out of this. You took a lot of notes. And I'll see you on the next one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, girl. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.